Taylor Swift famously wrote the lyrics, can I ask you a question? While seemingly a simple query, it plays to the idea that we all have questions, some we never pose, and some we agonize over never being answered. Pop culture is overrun with gossip columnists, blind items, and paparazzi photos in this predatory society we live in. But what if you actually got to sit down with your favorite artist or athlete? What if you got to ask them all the questions you've always pondered? But here's the catch. You can't ask them questions that you've seen speculated on in social media. Instead, you get to ask them why. Why did they write that song? Why did they choose that part to audition for? Why did they sign with that team? Why did they write that book? Back in the day, MySpace was known as, quote, a place for friends. The Space show is instead a place where we get to really know each other, not just on the surface. Knowing why someone does something can literally change the trajectory of history. That being said, can I ask you a question? All right. Welcome to the 10th episode, 10 in a row. Plus Space. Um, so today we're going to talk about a very lighthearted topic. Um, stalking. Um, so a couple of weeks ago, we did an episode about Gypsy Rose and blind items and things like that. But today we're going to talk about actual like celebrity stalking because it's in the news with our favorite topic, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Shocker. <laughs> so, um, you want to kick us off telling us a little bit about what's happened recently with the cease and desist letters. Sure. So we have, there are some Instagram accounts that follow celebrity private jets. Um, it is public information. These accounts just do all the legwork for you. Um, and so there's a plethora of artists, actors, anyone famous that you can kind of see where their jets going, where they're flying from into. Um, and so there was one that was specifically dedicated to just Taylor Swift. Um, and it would travel. Of course, everybody's watching it with her heiress tour and with her being with Travis. Everybody wants to know what game she's going to be at, you know, who's with her, those kinds of things. Um, and so the Taylor Swift specific Instagram account went down, but there was still the celebrity jet account that stayed up and it was also tracking her. I don't, I can't remember, correct me if I'm wrong. Did it remove her name and it was just using her jet name or like which one it was? Yeah, it used to be called like Taylor Swift Jets, I think. And I, yeah, I think they just removed like her name. Yeah. So obviously there's massive security with her and trying to get people to stop tracking her locations and things. So Taylor's lawyer sent a cease and desist letter to the creator of the Jets account. Um and basically they got a response back of like, this is public information, you have no grounds, which I mean, that's true, but also it's just be a better human, I think is what it comes down to. And we just know people aren't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so Jack Sweeney is the college that's student. And I love that he, that everyone that's on his side refers to him as a college student because when I was 21 years old and a junior in college, I myself was not flying around on a private jet, but yet no. Jack Sweeney is. Um, yeah. 
I think the thing, so for me, I have so many issues with this. I don't like that Jack Sweeney does this in the name of environmentally conscious advocacy, because I think that is utter BS. Yes, agree. Yes, he posts like, you know, the carbon emissions and all that. I think that this whole ordeal with Taylor and her team further validates he does not care about the environment. And yeah. for those of you that defend him and pretend that that's the case, you're crazy. Like it's yeah. so obvious that he is obsessed with her and other right. celebrities and he uses this for clout. And um, you have to take into account, she doesn't travel alone. She has her family. She has security. She has stylists. She has PR people. She has her dancers sometimes, like all of these people. So if she were to book an entire Delta flight, why mm -hmm. all of these people everywhere? Yeah, she could afford it. She could do that. That's even more carbon emission because it's a bigger plane. So I agree. Well, with you. Like you and I, think, I don't know when this was. I, I want to say it was the Red Tour. I feel like that's right. Um, she was in Tokyo. And yeah. I believe that's the last time, at least, you know, publicly that anyone saw her fly commercially. And it was a cluster for the entire airport. And the Tokyo airport is massive. And it shut the whole airport down. There was like, so all these people are delayed. Trust me, you don't want to be in Chicago O'Hare with Taylor Swift. Like it's not, yeah. it's not what you want yeah. to have happen. And, you know, so obviously Jack's legal team is correct. Like, it is not illegal that he posts this stuff, but I do think that there's a difference between what is legally correct and what is morally correct. Agreed. And, you know, there are a lot of celebrities that Jack has set this up for. Like, for instance, the thing that irks me to no end is that people bash Taylor all the time, even though it's been proven she's not even in like the top 30 celebrities with her carbon emissions. But Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, if you, he tracks their flights. And if you go look at those Instagram accounts, literally... Kylie Jenner on the daily multiple times will pick up her jet. She will get on it. There are pictures of her getting on it and go from the Ben Ives airport in LA to the Burbank airport. You could do that in a car in 40 minutes. She does that right. multiple times a day. And yet we're mad at Taylor for flying privately across the country. Okay. That makes sense. No. Yeah. I think that for me with Jack, he's not going to let it go. And I don't think legally Taylor's team has a leg to stand on. But one of the things, since we are talking about stalking, I was like, isn't this a form of stalking? Because to me, it feels like it. So I looked up the definition of like stalking laws, right? Uh -huh. So it says that stalking is now pro a prohibited act in the laws of every state. It is generally defined as the intentional repeated following of a person. So on the first half of this, I'm like, this is what he's doing. But then it goes on to say, for the purpose of harassing the person with express or implied threats of violence or death. And so that's where I think it goes off because yeah. he's not threatening anything. Purpose. Right. And he doesn't personally threaten anything. But I think what gets missed in what he's doing is all the people that do threaten her because they know where she is because of him. And yeah. That has to be, there has to be some leg to stand on. And if there's not, I feel like there should be legally. I mean, it just comes down to like, you know, that this person has dealt with stalking issues before. You know that people that are not of the right mind are using this information. Why wouldn't you just stop? If you have all these other jets that you can track that nobody really cares about, why wouldn't you just stop this one? 
it has to be a financial gain thing. Well, and I think that it further validates that he's not doing this about the environment. Like, because, you know, he got in, he originally got in an issue with Elon Musk with this yeah. because he used to, he, I think that was the first one he started doing and Elon kicked him off of Twitter because it was a security risk. Um, and of course he's been put back on and all that because Elon didn't have a leg to stand on, but I don't think there are, I mean, I know there's not repeated cases of stalking issues with Elon Musk, like there are Taylor. And I just think that like at some point, you're already like you're getting clicks and views from the Kardashians, the Jenners and all the other people you follow. Like just I think it's so obvious this is about clout and clicks and like just his image. It also makes me wonder, why is this public information? Why do we need to know that? I'm sure right. there's, a, there's reasoning, but it just seems like I don't need to know any celebrities flight. Well, my thing is, like, I understand why the FF. FFA, FAA, FAA, not the future farmers. They don't really care. Um, the Federal Aviation Administration does, though. Um, I know why they need to know where these planes are and where they're going. Sure. Yeah. But there's a lot of things the government needs to know that we don't need to know. So, like, yeah. what is the difference? I just, I don't know. And, I mean, I've been guilty of tracking her, not tracking, but, like, looking at the account and seeing where it is. Because it, it does become an entertaining thing but I think when you but you're also a sane person yeah and I think that you take into account yeah like that most recent stalker she had that dude showed up a zillion times yeah and he didn't get like deemed unfit to even stand trial until his third arrest in like 72 hours like it's just not I don't understand the lack of morality in somebody like Jack Sweeney to say you know what like I'm causing this girl some issues. Like I should yeah. stop. Like where, where is that? Why is that such a lost art? I just don't think once you, I wonder if it's like you get to this level of attention and this financial gain from it that you're like, you become more business minded maybe and forget that there's a human on the other side of this. That is their personal life is suffering. The fear that I'm sure she has. Yeah. I, why would you not? If you could prevent even a little bit of her anxiety or fear, why wouldn't you stop? Yeah. You know, the letter that came from her attorneys um, to Jack Sweeney said that his actions had heightened her constant state of fear for her personal safety. And, you know, she has said before in interviews that she carries that uh, quick clot around with her in her yes. purse. And her team always has it on her or on them. Can you and, just fathom? If you were going to run to Target and you thought, oh, I better get all my sutures and everything for a stab wound in case anything. Like, I just can't even imagine that that has to be a thought in her day. That's wild. You know, I just think that. um, I don't know. I just think that when you hear that, like just because she's a billionaire, just because 2023 was the year of Taylor and honestly, 2024 is starting. We ain't, we ain't slowing down here. <laughs> just, think, just because of all of that, that doesn't remove the right she has to be a safe human being and feel safe. And yeah. not just for her family, too. Like, they fly yeah. on her planes all the time. Well, and, and I just I that, always worry, like, especially with her dad, when he's walking through crowds and people are close enough for him to be handing guitar picks and stuff, like, 
that's something that he enjoys to do and fans truly enjoy when he does it. Yeah. But my safety red flags would just be going off constantly. Of yeah. You just never know. You just never know. People are crazy. They really are. And, you know, that kind of leads us into we're going to talk about some of the other celebrity stalking cases. Um, and one I actually thought about this morning when I was thinking about this episode, John Lennon. Yeah. You know, the guy that ended up murdering John Lennon, he was a stalker. And that's yeah. how it all originated, that it was that crazed fan, Mark Chapman. And he had been reading Catcher in the Rye and later said that that's what inspired him to kill. And he was a stalker. He was a crazed fan. Like, that's exactly what Taylor fears happening. Yeah. And it's not like it's unheard of. I mean, it's a little bit different, but the lady that killed Selena, like, yes, crazy. Fan. Fan. She was obviously way more in the inner circle than just a random fan, but still like people are mentally unstable. And just because these people are rich and famous does not mean that they're safe. And in fact, like, if anything, there, in there was that very more taping a few months yeah. ago. When she was yeah. Yeah. And the guy just like starts walking up. I just, it's so sad that they have to live with that in the back of their mind and that fear. And it's crazy to me to think that people get to a mental space where they've convinced themselves that they're in mm -hmm. these relationships with these celebrities or that these celebrities have done them wrong or are sending them messages somehow. Like, it's just wild. Yeah. You know, a lot of these cases that we're going to talk about too, it is interesting. They always, it's, there's, doesn't, maybe not always, but it seems like there's always this connection where they think that they like, like these guys will be like, no, I, she wants to marry me. You know, it's always like some kind yeah. of like crazy love obsession. And I think too, if you watched Miss Americana, the Taylor's documentary a while back, I mean, she talks about this and like, you know, yeah. she shows that she's pulling out of her driveway, the insane amount of people standing outside of her apartment in New York. And it's just like, we want, we want to be able to interact with these people that we're fans of, but yet people like this ruin it for everyone. You know, Taylor used to do all those secret sessions with fans for her album releases at her own houses. Yeah. She would have people to her houses. Well, none of that can happen anymore. That's ruined because of people like Jack Sweeney and right. all these crazy right. lunatics. And so it's like you want these people to be accessible and you complain when they're not, but yet you will do nothing to protect them. They can't be accessible. Yeah. Right. Like at what, at what cost? Right. I mean, makes no sense. Um, yeah. Some of the other cases that have been happening over the years, Recently, um, speaking of Taylor, Harry Styles um, has yes. got a stalker on his hands. A lot of times I think we probably unfairly think of it with females having stalkers the most. And I think it's probably just the stereotypical sexist <laughs> world yeah. that we live in. That we worry about the damsel in distress kind of thing. But, yeah. you know, Harry's had this stalker who sent him like, what was it over? Was it over 8,000 cards like in a month? Yeah. First of all, as I asked you yesterday, you just <laughs> jobs. I don't have time to write thank you cards for like ten people, let alone eight thousand to one. Listen, I'm good to get out like ten Christmas cards at yeah. once every fifteen years. Like I can't fathom I sitting just, down and writing that. Yeah, 
you know, um, one of the cases, so we're going to talk about a couple of different stalker stories. Um, Kendall Jenner. Um, I think all of the Kardashians Jenners have had some sort of situation, but, um, Kendall had somebody break into her property. Dude got completely undressed, jumped in her pool and was like pounding on her windows. Like, but here's what I want to talk about with this. First of all, that's just creepy and weird, but I want to talk about the legal side of this and we are not legal experts. We did not go to law school, but, um, I know you're probably confused, but no, um, this guy, only, this guy has to stay away from her residencies and workplaces and vehicles for five years. That's it. He's not in jail. Why is this a lifetime thing? Why is that not a lifetime protection? Because if he's crazy today, he's going to be crazy he's in, five crazy in five years. I don't understand why they don't like go to jail, like something. Yeah. I don't get it. She had talked by someone writing me a whole bunch of letters from prison, knowing yeah. that they're away than somebody yeah. that's just Roman free. Let me tell you something. And this might be, this might be a spicy political take. I don't yeah. know. But um, I am much more keen as a taxpayer to pay for prison systems to house stalkers than people with a weed charge. hundred percent. Smoke your weed all day long, but don't be stalking people. Like, right. I don't get it. We put these people in jail for like two joints, but somebody's literally naked in her pool, ba banging on her windows. And yeah, nothing, nothing. She had another one and he, all he got was a five-year restraining order and he threatened to buy a firearm and kill her. Like, which here's the thing. Restraining orders do not make sense to me at all. I get that that's legal documentation you can put, but if you're you crazy, can't tell that's a person stop to stay away, they already didn't stay away. Just yeah. having another person say it doesn't, like I don't, there has to be better laws. And because it's happened so much, especially more recently with bigger celebrities, I don't understand why there aren't new laws and regulations that are coming into play to protect them. Well, and I think, so if I want to tie all this back to Jack Queenie, right? Um, now, Kendall, if Kendall has her own plane, I don't know that. And I don't believe she does, but like Kylie does, right? So if I was crazy and obsessed with Kylie Jenner, I could follow Jack's Kylie Jenner jet account. I would know where she is. And if I knew she was back in her hometown and I knew where she lived, I could go there. It's the same for Taylor. It is... On, you can go to the internet right now and type in like Taylor Swift, New York apartment and her address will come up. Yeah. All of her addresses. She's staying on tour, everything. Well, and so speaking of interesting thing, I don't even know if we've talked about this yet. You know, Travis and Ross, his friend get to Sydney yesterday. I don't know. Time zones. It could have been three days right, ago. It doesn't make sense to us. I don't even know what day it is. Um, <laughs> But he's like literally standing in the window of the penthouse hotel room that yes. Carol, she's staying in with him. And a drone is showing him. Like, can you even? What in the world? In your hotel room. And somebody is getting pictures of you. And you could tell it was from a distance. So whether it was a drone or a long lens, either way, that's creepy. Like, Do you know how many times I have forgotten to close the blinds in a hotel room right. when I've changed? Nobody like, wants to be seeing all this. It's no. just wild. It's just and not it right. Just, 
I do understand where people are like, well, they're public figures. They asked for this. No, 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 no. They asked to get to do this job. That mm -hmm. doesn't mean that they gave up the right to a personal life. There's right. a difference there. And I think that so many people, especially in the day and age of TikTok and social media, where we see these get ready with me and we see into people's lives, it's almost like people feel that they are owed all of this information, mm -hmm. inside knowledge. And I just, if the tables would, were turned and you could never leave your house, or you could never do anything and be at 100% comfortable and safe. I think that that's when maybe we would start to see a tight turn. But with all of the attention that people get and the money that's thrown at, them, I mean, think of when, uh, was it Erin Andrews, when she yeah. had the person that had put a videotape in her mm -hmm. hotel, she was completely yeah. nude and they sold it to TMZ. TMZ. You're paying people for other people's, yes, like it's just yeah. so invasive. Yeah. There has to be a moral compass somewhere. There has to be some kind of legal ramifications that's big enough to stop you from doing it again. Well, I think that that's the problem. I think that I think society has proven that as a, on a whole, we are morally depraved. I mean, like yeah. we as Christians believe that anyway. Right. But like, I think we've proven that as society. We have no couth, none, none whatsoever. And so, so the only way these people are going to be safe is if the legal system changes, because we as people are clearly not going to change. Yeah, we're not doing it ourselves. Yeah. And God help us that we're relying on these nincompoops to help us. I mean, <laughs> but um, another one, and I th this is one of the more terrifying ones in the research that we have um the sandra bullock case I don't, this one really throws me for a loop so I remember when this one happened i remember reading about it this was 2014 so almost 10 years ago now because it happened in june yeah she's like at her house 5 30 in the morning loud banging and then she hears an explosion yeah. like what in the and world? then sees someone walk yeah. by her door she you know locks herself in her closet she was able to call 911, but he knew where she was and he yeah. kept trying to like forcefully get in there. And, you know, tying it back to earlier, what we were saying, there was always some kind of like love connection. It wasn't yeah. random. He had all these notepads with these diaries. Diaries. So special. Like clearly a straight up wackadoodle. And when will this country realize that we've got to do more for the mental health of our yeah. society than we're currently doing. Yeah, because that can't be him having all of these diaries and being obsessed with her and thinking that they're in love and all this stuff. That can't be something he did in the dark. People around him had to know this guy's something's off here. Yeah. Why do we not have where we can say, hey, this guy needs to be checked in like something. You have to do more than what is it? A 50 something hold. I just it baffles me that this is such a known problem that root of so many other issues is mental health. And you yeah. have all these lawmakers and all this legal jargon that's like, yeah, we need to do something, but no one's doing it. No one's funding it. No one's opening services. Like you can't just throw a therapist at everybody. Some of these people need it's to important. be detained. Well, and you know, it was interesting when Sandra was on, Sandra Bullock was on the Red Table Talk um, and talked about this incident. She spoke about, so the way that her whole thing ended, he was convicted, not put in jail, of course, but he was convicted. Um, and in 2018, he committed suicide in a confrontation with the police. And she was talking about 
that she felt like the system failed him as the stalker. We're looking on the outside, I think it failed her tremendously that he wasn't put in prison when it happened. But she's she's right. It's just it takes a big person to be able to say that in the face of that trauma. Right. But like we do, we fail these people all the time. And, you know, I grew up, my mom um, has worked in mental health my whole life until she retired in community mental health. And there's absolutely no funding in every state removes funding constantly from the community mental and health. And insurance system. doesn't typically cover it either. Right. And so these people, a lot of times can't afford mental health care if they were even going to get it. But, and we do, like we, we say, oh, Jack Sweeney needs to stop posting this stuff because there's crazy people out there. You know, in reality, like if the world wasn't insane, he shouldn't, it shouldn't matter what he posts. But the problem is everybody is crazy and it does matter. Yeah. And I, I do think because we're parents, you mentioned Scott Swift. I just can't imagine. And in all of her stuff, you always hear about how obsessed with her security her dad is, which clearly, thank God. So. I can't imagine being a parent of one of these people because especially like her dad and mom, like, yeah, the, it must be utterly terrifying constantly. The things that they probably know and have read that none of us will ever know occur. No. That they always have in back. I mean, I'm always scared just to send my kids to school. Yeah. And there's not a specific person that's coming after. Like, I just, as a parent, can't fathom the fear that they probably live in. You know, I've never, I've never had a stalker. Um, but when I was in, uh, shocker, nobody's trying to find me. Well, sometimes I do feel like my bill collectors are a bit stalkerish. But, you know, find us. But when I was in the sixth grade, I had this weird thing that happened. I was at the mall with my mom and a friend of mine and we were getting Dippin' Dots, you know, the uh -huh. little like ice cream yeah. thing. Well, my ice mom was getting it for us. So we were like sitting on the bench waiting for her. And this older man came and sat down beside me and was like, oh, what are you doing? And it was Christmas time. We were actually on our way to do like a Christmas concert at school. And, you know, being polite, raised in the South, I just start talking to him. And so, you know, he was like, are y'all Christmas shopping? And I was like, no, you know, we're waiting on my mom. And he asked where she was. And I kind of like pointed sort of. Yeah. And um, he asked me if I wanted to make some extra Christmas money. And so at the time I was 11 and I was like, no, like I didn't think anything nefarious of it. I just was like, yeah. No. I'm not presents anyway. I'm 11. You know, what are you talking about? And he kept asking me like, no, don't you want to? And so I was like, no. And he was like, well, listen, I, you know, I, if you'll come with me to my truck and pee in a cup for me, I will give you a hundred dollars. And I was like, say what? And I, was like, I ain't peeing in any cup. Like what in the world? And what your entrepreneurial career. Yeah. I was like, no. And so at that point, that was the first time I kind of was like, wait a minute, something weird is happening. Yeah. Because who says anything about peeing in a cup? And so yeah. my friend and I like stood up and walked over to my mom and I told my mom what happened. Well, of course, she like, she's like, what, where is he? And I, yeah. we turned around and he was gone. Well, because my mom was in the mental health field, um, she was very connected to like the police in the area. And so she called her friend um, who was like one of the chiefs of police and he the mall security came and like took the statement from us and um, like had us 
look at this. They walked with us around the mall to try to find him. We yeah. couldn't find him. And then we had to watch this mall footage. We missed our choir concert. Um, and we were able to, they could, they found it on footage. And so they were like circling the parking lot. Well, they ended up finding his truck. And it was like one of those old trucks with like the camper shell on the back. Oh, yeah. And so as time went on, like like a year went on, this whole investigation launched. Anyway, it turned out he had done stuff to people over time. He had raped some people and oh he, was, he was suspected of some potentially being involved in a kidnapping that had happened in Arkansas and like all this stuff. He was old, so he ended up dying like before anything really happened with it. But yeah, I mean... Like, I'm just a random kid in the mall. I'm a right, no just a regular, everyday person. You take somebody like a Taylor Swift, who even people that hate her can recognize her. Yeah. Like, and good-hearted people. She's obviously somebody that really cares about her fans and, you know, wants yeah. to be well-perceived and probably goes way too far out of her way a lot of times. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. It's dangerous. Yeah. Um, the, another one that, I didn't know anything about this one was Willow Smith. Will and Jada. Yeah, I had not heard about her. Yeah. So this one, um, she had a cyber stalker that had invaded her home while she was out. And, you know, yesterday, AT&T, Verizon, everybody's cell phones were down. And I was like, this is the next form of terrorism. But also this is the world of stalking now, too. Yeah. But this guy had for years been like stalking her cyber uh, via cyber stalking and learned her whole routine. Like you have to imagine the amount of security and cameras that celebrities probably have on their property and in their home. If somebody yeah. hacks into that, they can hear every conversation you're having, see everything yeah. that you're doing. Like I you just, know you're not safe in your own home to have a conversation, to do anything. And again, just a restraining order. Just, yep. No Slap prison on. time. You know, we I have joked before that I would love to get my hands on Taylor Swift's phone because that's where she keeps all the notes about her songs. Yeah. And we've yeah. joked about her dad's phone because he's always I recording. the folder that has all the Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah. We <laughs> joke about it, but like, I'm kind of surprised no one has been able to hack all that yet. Like surely somebody has tried someone crazy enough has tried. Yeah, exactly. And we're completely sane. And we just thought of that. Like, I, know. I mean, we think we're sane. I guess we are. Um, another oh, one that I didn't really know about um, was Catherine Zeta Jones and Michael Douglas. Um, yeah. Which is interesting was since he was a fatal attraction. Um, but he, this one was really weird too. So this stalker threatened to dismember Catherine Zeta-Jones and feed her to the dogs. Yeah. Unless she distanced herself from her own husband. Yeah. Because she was convinced that they were in a relationship and that Catherine had had an affair with someone else. Can you even? I, what? Not only are you convinced you're in a relationship, you've thought of ways to end someone else's life in great detail. Yeah. Very articulate of how she was going to kill her. Now, what I find interesting, though, was that this lady, Donette Knight, who did this, um, now she was sentenced to prison for three years. That's all. But what I don't know, and we've not done the research, I don't get why she was sentenced to jail and all these other ones have. I have no idea. Maybe a better lawyer? 
Maybe what? more. We need to find that lawyer. I don't know. Um, but then I also have the question when you take stalking into the legal system. Okay. If she served time during that jail sentence and afterwards, what mental health services were given to her? Yeah. What is to stop her from doing this again? Because you just gave her three years where all she had to do was sit in a prison and gather even more information on a celebrity. Mm -hmm. so she can come out guns blazing when she's released. Like you have to do something else to fix the root of the problem. Sticking them in a jail cell for a couple of years isn't, that doesn't stop it. Yeah. You know, I'm interested. Well, I was about to say I'm interested, interested to see what happens with the guy that most recently got arrested with Taylor's situation because they did instead of putting him on trial because of course he was deemed unfit. They put him in a mental hospital. Right. But I mean, sadly, those those places are not always the best place for those people to be right. either. So inevitably, he's going to get out. Will he be rehabil rehabilitated? Are there people that are beyond rehabilitation mentally? Yeah. And then what do you do with them? Yeah. Do you just like have your own island where you stick all the crazies? Ooh, that seems that seems dangerous. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we should go that route. Um, another one is uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, her soccer for 17 years. I can't even. And like. No. But again, he was acquitted. Yeah. For felony stalking and attempted stalking by ju jury. Yep. They, his attorney contended he required appropriate medication rather than medication. 17 years. And we say, no, he's good. He needs yeah, the medicine. He just needs to take his no, thank you. No. Who's, is uh, someone going to enforce that he take his meds? Like, I don't know. And it's like, you know, it's like we do so much for different health issues in this country. We're supposed to be the greatest nation in the world, right? Even though I think when it comes to health things, people in Asia are probably way smarter. But we don't we don't do anything. Like we just I mean, we don't do anything when it comes to mental health. And yeah. it's still in 20 what years is 2024, it's still like a faux pas to even talk about mental health issues. Yeah. But yet when people do try and talk about it, they're just attention seekers. You're just using those words. There's yeah. no, so a lot of people that do suffer aren't going to come out and say things or yeah. they just don't have the resources because maybe they're homeless. Maybe, you know, you just never know, but we've just made it to where it's not something that you should talk about. And we don't put the resources towards it that we should as a country. You know, I know that Taylor has had several of her stalkers have done jail time because I know that there is one that was like a really, uh, like it was a very severe case of stalking and he's getting out of prison either soon or he just got out. I don't remember yeah. how some, sometime in this time period of the year, he's supposed to be getting out of jail and her family was fighting to keep him in jail. Um, because I think, you know, to me, and this may be, this may be wrong to say. This may be spicy. I don't know. So I'm just going to say it. But I think if you're arrested for stalking 
or you're accused of stalking. I think it's unfair to not face legal consequences just because you're deemed mentally unfit. Because to do that in general, you have to be mentally unwell. Mm -hmm. So anybody, in my opinion, anyone that you suspect of stalking or arrest for stalking is mentally unwell. That does not yeah. have to negate the fact that they should face consequences for what they've done. Should they get help and treatment? Yes. Yeah. But that doesn't mean they should just not stand trial. Right. And that, you, you know, Selena, really in the world and then be like, okay, show up to this therapy appointment. Because it's not like you're going to put them in prison for life. So they're going to get out. Yeah. And it's like, so Selena Gomez. Her stalker, this one stalker of hers, twice in a week gets arrested trespassing at her house. Yeah. Calls 911 every time. And he was charged with felony stalking charges. But you know what the resolution was? Selena had to sell her property and move to get Which had help. She was already in a gated community. Yeah. So instead of fixing the problem, we force her to move on, move somewhere else. It's just... Again, I mean, it goes back to we just want these people to be so accessible and we want them to share their life with us, but they can't. Right. Now, we are talking about stalking and what happens here in the U.S. Another case was Kira Knightley, um, which this one was super weird to me. That her <laughs> stalker was meowing at her through her mailbox. <laughs> I mean, um, which is creepy on a hundred levels. Um, Spice now, it up. This was in London, so he did get a prison sentence. Now, it was only eight weeks, but, um, yeah. and he had an indefinite restraining order. So it was said in the article that he had an eight-week prison sentence and he took part in a mental health treatment program. Now, you don't ever hear that piece added in the U.S. We never have that. Like, and of course, I think like eight weeks. Now, this one, I mean, in comparison, which is terrible to compare these, I guess, but like, I'm going to chop Catherine Zeta-Jones up into pieces and feed it to a dog, feed her to a dog, or I'm meowing in your mailbox. To me, there is a little bit of a difference. Yeah. But still, like, eight That's weeks awesome. is, like, two months. That's not a big deal. Um, yeah. But what is the mental health treatment program? How long does it last? Like, what is the success rate? Because in two months, this dude's out of jail. This was a long time ago. But still, like, and these restraining orders to me are a joke. Yeah. If you were crazy enough to do it in the first place, you're crazy enough to not care that there's a restraining order. Yeah. Which I think Selena Gomez's stalker had a restraining order against him and he still just. Several of Taylor's him. people have had them. You know, Taylor, um, at her concerts, they put in those um, like facial recognition systems at all oh, the nice. entrances because they've got like this registry of people that can't be around her. And so they scan every single person that walks into her shows and they have caught several of these people trying to get into shows with tickets. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, they're just lucky enough. They have the money to do that. You know, I guess. Yeah. Cause think Which of how many crazy. others. Yeah. Um, Madonna had a stalker. Um, Who told and her security guards that she was his wife. First off, why would you say that to anyone? But then you're telling the security guard, the ones that are literally. Oh, you don't know me? Yeah. Tech. But again, 
just further validation. Okay, so he actually got sentenced to prison. Uh-huh. He spent time in a mental hospital, got arrested again, sent That's- to another facility that he escaped from, and then was captured again. I but just- like, we're not going to do something more permanent to handle these situations. Yeah. We think these people can be let out in a couple of years and they're good to go. Yeah. It's just bonkers to me. So I guess the question is, and maybe this is just how I see it, but why is it that our legal system that's got a law for everything Mm -hmm. doesn't take stalking more seriously? You know, I think that that's a, it's a good question. And I want to say I had read a report, I don't know how accurate it was, but there was like 1.7 million people a year in the U.S. that deal with stalking. So it's yeah, not just, talking about celebrities. Yeah. There's just regular everyday people that are dealing yeah. with it. And I don't know if it's just not one of those things that's talked about enough. So no one jumps to make a law for it. Or if everyone's focused on all these other things. Because again, this one backs up to it is purely mental health. No sane person is doing this. Right. Yeah. So if we as a society aren't going to fix mental health, then we sure as heck aren't going to worry about making laws about stalking because then the punishment has to be some kind of mental health rehabilitation and we aren't providing that. Well, we're not willing to pay for it. And yeah. when we say we, we mean, I mean, you and yeah. I would if we had the money, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I think that that's, you know, it's, it's sad to say this, but kind of the way it comes across to me when we have confusing situations like this that are not like with a glaringly obvious solution, I feel like yeah. we balk. Like, it's like, well, I don't really know what we do because we can't put them in prison forever. Will the mental health program even fix it? Like, it's kind of confusing. What do we do? We're just going to yeah. do nothing. Like, I feel like that's what happens all the time. But like, what does it take to take it more serious? Like, do more people have to die like John Lennon? Like, yes. is that what it's going to take? Another big name celebrity, unfortunately, lose yeah. their life for anything to happen? Like, I mean, that's what it feels like has to happen. And I'm sure to them, that's the way it feels like. If I'm Taylor Swift, I'm sure that's what it feels like to her. Like, what does it take for someone to care? Like, do, do I have to get killed? Like, is that really what it's going to take? Yeah. It's and just... So- it's so unfortunate for them as celebrities that we, you know, we all absorb their content that they put out and their entertainment, mm-hmm. but yet we're not willing to give them anything, but we want everything from them. And then that's just us talking about celebrities and rich people. There, yeah. like you said, there are people every single day. And if you think we're not going to do anything to protect the rich people, we're sure not going to do anything to protect the nobody. Nope. And I mean, do I know what the answer is? Absolutely not. Like, I have no idea. But But I I know there's enough people in power that have the know-how and the wherewithal and know what resources to reach out to that a plan can at least get put in place. We can open up more prisons that are specifically psych prisons. Something can be done. You can't tell me that there's nothing we can do. Well, a order a couple of years in a regular jail. I think that like it's that whole definition of insanity, right? Keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting something to be different when yeah. every single day, unfortunately for people like Selena Gomez and Taylor Swift, like their cases are so high profile 
I honestly think a lot of times our elected officials just grow numb to it. Yeah. Because we hear it so often. And, um, you know, we, I think they pass the buck because they're like, well, like you look at Taylor, she's got a multi-million dollar security team. I think I've read before, I don't know if this is true, but I've read before that everyone that's on her security team is former Marine, like that her dad is very meticulous about, they all have to be like, or it's either they're, they're either former Marines or they're former Navy SEALs. I mean, they're like top notch. Either right? way, she's one of the best of the best. Yeah, they're and paying. Those guys like, are on it. Yeah, oh yeah. And, but they're paying between, I read between three and $6 million a year for her security. That's on a year when she's not touring. I don't even want to begin to know what they're paying right now. I mean, you're probably talking 12 million. I was about to say, it's more than doubled. More. But I think that the government just looks at it like, well, she, they got this. Which but, is sad that sure. you're putting it on a private citizen to have to well, get into their And own. sure, maybe Taylor does have it. God willing, her security does have it handled. But they don't have it handled for me or for you or anybody that we know. And so what about, yeah. what about everyone else? Yeah. She can afford security. She should not have every to. celebrity can afford the amount of security that they probably need. Just no. to be honest. I mean, yeah, they make a lot more money than the majority of us. That doesn't mean they can afford all of no. these extra things. They still have their own bills to take care of and it shouldn't well, be placements. Like, you know, they've got yeah. full teeth. I mean, you, you see these people and you, it is amazing how much money they make. Right. But also, they also pay more taxes than our elected officials currently pay. But, like, they're also paying for the lives of sometimes hundreds. Like, Taylor pays hundreds of people working for her. Yeah. She's paying for all these people. So, yeah, she's a billionaire, but her overhead is not really high. But if we're not willing to do something for the people that are, like, the face of our country... Like, what does that say to the girl in small town Podunk, Arkansas, who's being stalked when she's like, well, if I go to the police, what are they going to do? And you know what's going to end up happening? She's going to wind up dead. That's what's going to happen. And they're not going to care. They're going to convict of murder and they're going to move on. Yeah. And I just don't understand. I mean, we do all of these things like you think about like the the president of the United States, right? He's got the Secret Service, which he should have. And... They, I mean, it's like a 24-7, 365 job for them, like scouring the internet for people saying even the most random of things. And that's a threat. And, you know, they're on it. And thank God they yeah. are. That's that's the way it should be. But there has to be something we can do for the everyday person. Yeah. And at the end, I think at the root of all this, and to be honest, this is spicy. I think at the root of what Jack Sweeney's doing is a mental health issue. I really do. It's somebody that's seeking attention at whatever cost with no concern for the consequences for anyone else. And that's a mental health issue. And honestly, the fact that people are addicted to like checking it, that's a mental health issue. Like that is at the root of all of this and hundreds of other issues. And as a society, we aren't making it better. We're getting further and further and further into the weeds and well, and technology is only making it worse because it's made yes. it so easy because that's the thing. Jack Sweeney is not sitting there personally tracking these. He's built oh, a bot that goes bot. out and studies the website 
he's built it to where it schedules the post for him and puts the information. He doesn't even touch it. Yeah. yeah. And that's technology today. Imagine 10 years from now. I mean, it's even scarier to think how smart some of these people are. The yeah. amount of knowledge that they know how to do some of these things. I yeah. want that smart, like in the government being on my side to protect me from those crazies. <laughs> yeah. If we could get that kind of smart. Yeah. Maybe they could figure out how to fix this. If like, right. Maybe they, or cure cancer or something like if we could be yeah, a little more productive here. here. Yeah. That would be great. I don't know. I just yeah. think that if, if as a country, we want to claim we're like the world's leading nation or whatever, which unfortunately is a joke on so many levels now, but I think if we like, if we don't do something about mental health today in 2024, I can't imagine 10 years from now, because a lot of these cases we were just talking about were from 2014, 2016, 10 years back. And it was that bad then. Yeah. So now 2020 exacerbated a lot as well. Yeah. And we didn't do anything with our resources then. There was yeah. a lot of mental health issues that came to the forefront during that time. And if we're not going to take it seriously, then during a global pandemic, yeah. what in the world has to happen for us to take it seriously? Well, and we have said as a country <clears throat> for, I mean, if you want to take it all the way back to like the Vietnam war, we let yeah. all those soldiers come home who saw things that we can't even imagine. And we didn't do yeah. a dang thing for them. We no, said, whatever. And what happened? A lot of them went crazy. A lot of them killed people. A lot of crime came from it because we weren't willing to invest even in those people who put their lives on the line. Like, okay, if we want to say like, who cares about Taylor Swift? She's got enough money. Fine. Yeah. But like your soldiers come home from Afghanistan, Iraq, we're not willing to do anything for them after what they did for us. Like, yeah. But we're willing yeah. to spend money on all this other ludicrous stuff. Like, I just think that if we don't, like, I can't imagine 10 years from now what stalking will look like then. If today we can literally yeah. see inside of a hotel room around across the world from us, yep. and I can see everything about Travis. I could see yeah. exactly what he was wearing. I could tell he had had his beard shaved, like, yep, across the world. So 10 years from now, can you, we'll probably be able to hear his conversation. Like, it's it's insane what it could be. Yeah. And if we don't, it's like if we, it's definition of insanity. It's if we don't, want to harder, if we keep waiting and pushing this further down the line and putting it onto somebody else, somebody else's term can handle this. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. it's easy for us to say like, we've got to do something because where can it snowball? But I think that's the problem with a lot of situations. I think society as a whole is like, well, it's easy for me to say that I'm not the one making the laws or I'm not the one that has to pay for it or whatever. But I think that's the thing. We are those people because yeah. if we don't, no one else is going to, it's the whole, like when good people choose to do nothing, like you can and, still be a voice, even if you're a common everyday person, you can still write to your senators, your Congress people, everyone, you can still write to them, at least get it on their radar. And I think it comes down to like, you know, we obviously are big Taylor fans. And I mean, I can't even imagine like if something were to happen to her because of one of these situations, like that would be devastating. I mean, to us, but to, you know, millions and millions of people, let alone her family. And it's like, I would at least want to think that I have done something 
Yeah. Even if nobody responds to my letter, nobody takes my phone call, nothing passes yeah. the house, whatever. I think if enough people would just give a damn, honestly, yeah. to just do even the simplest of things, all that can snowball together. I mean, yeah. we're never going to come up with the perfect solution because unfortunately this is a fallen world. People are going to be crazy. That's just right. You just had to have a bite of that apple. So, I mean, here we are. I tell my husband all the time, everything comes back to that tree. And Lord, it has been a mess ever since. But, like, I'm just saying, if we don't do something, like, celebrity stalking just in our lifetime has exponentially become this insane thing. When our kids, like, God forbid one of our kids is a celebrity. Like, holy bananas. Yeah. And I just think too, like, and it's not just celebrities of like the entertainment. I would, I would think having worked in politics for the president, like, yeah. I would think these politicians would want more to happen to make other people protected because you know, they've got crazy people after them. A hundred percent. I mean, you hear about, remember, uh, was it Rand Paul a few years back was at his house in Kentucky and his neighbor like beat him up? I mean, I think so. I think that was him. Like, crazy. All of this stuff, no one is immune from this. The fact that people have to get in bulletproof cars to go places should be a siren that says, mm, yeah. we should probably fix something instead of put a Band-Aid on it. This you know, I remember happen. being a little kid. Um, and the first time I ever even heard about bulletproof cars, um, I lived in El Dorado, Arkansas, which is a super, super small town. And um, George and Barbara Bush came to town and no, it was just Barbara Bush. And I was like, I don't know, maybe five, six. And I remember my grandparents took me downtown to watch the parade of her coming through. Right. That's back when they could actually like walk in a crowd. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know, somehow it came up. I heard about the fact that, you know, they ride in bulletproof cars mm-hmm. and as a little five or six year old, I was like, I don't even understand. Well, yeah. back then I think, I thought that was the only person that did that now, which probably was back then. But now, I mean, so many celebrities, like they're all in those. Yeah. And it's like, it's just insane that instead of getting to the root of trying to solve the problem, we just dream up new ways to protect them. Yeah. And And be proud of that. That's what we're proud of. Yeah, because like if on the Miss America documentary, you remember her dad says in there, like, I'm the guy that bought all the armored cars. Yeah. And you're talking about a pop singer. Yeah. I mean, granted, biggest in the world, but like, and this was, that was, gosh, like five, six years ago now, at least. A while back from that release. I mean, Lord, I can't imagine his stress right now. I mean. No. But I just think that. I mean, we don't know the solutions. I mean, I I do think that being able to correctly identify the issue, like we don't need to attack the issue of stalking. We need to attack the mental health issue. Right. Yep. That's the only way that you're going to at least start to diminish this issue. You can stop some of it. If we can get some people back on the right wagon wheel. But I do think too, I mean, and I hate to say this because it's used so negatively oftentimes, but we don't start making examples of some of these stalkers. What stops somebody from doing it? You know, because there's literally no repercussion. I mean, they're not even going to see jail time. No. Most often. 
And I think a that that's these people, more people on it is because they're like, oh, well, clearly yeah. I'm not going to go to prison or nothing's happening to me. So why not shoot my shot here? Well, and like, if the answer is to like send them to a mental hospital, some of these people, that's probably better than where they were living. Yeah. More consistent food, healthcare, all those things. I mean, unfortunately, we've heard that's why a lot of people commit crime so they can go to prison because it's better than where they're living. Yeah. No. So I don't know. Those are my thoughts. Do you have any other thoughts? I mean, I guess we just need to get in the government somewhere. Uh, know some people. Uh, we'll listen, just start. Um, I don't know if that's our best. <laughs> Can you imagine up in front of Congress and be like, can you guys just protect Taylor? <laughs> Listen, yeah. You we can go through a list of celebrities. I will identify the ones I would like to be protected right. first. And then we, we don't have these all elaborate speeches. We're like, we just would yeah. like some protection. Thank you. <laughs> Skip the Kardashians for me. If we could just move on. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Man. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, we are. I fixed it. We are officially correct on Apple Music. Spotify's Y Space. I don't know how I fixed it, but I did. <laughs> YouTube. Um, and you can follow you us on Instagram. Make a difference. <laughs> See? And I take my mental health medicine every day. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye, guys. <laughs>